Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, welcome to the Transform You Live show, the only place where you can make real life and business transformation, harnessing the power of optimism, hope, and faith. But before we get into today's episode, let's hear from our sponsor. As an Amazon shopper, I'm always looking for good deals. That's why I'm glad that Diller has given us 15% off exclusively for a mini 8-ounce coffee travel mug. Check out this special. It's mini size, perfect for the girls, even safe for the whole entire family because it's made with no toxins, 100% BPA free recyclable materials. Keep your water or coffee 12 hours hot and 24 hours cold. Hey, and if you even on the go, don't worry about leaking because it's leak proof and sweat proof too. Convenient flip top lid and you all good to go. Tell them I sent you over 15% off product purchase link. We have it right in the episode description right here. Hey, your contact person, of course, if you need any support at DillardBottle.com, support at DillardBottle.com is Alice. Tell them that we sent you here. And don't forget to get the old 15% off while supplies last. Hello, my wonderful people, my wonderful people out there in podcast world, cyber world, uh, those who are watching, those who are listening, those who are returning subscribers and transformers. Uh, we thank you. Uh, we are greatly appreciated uh, for you uh, tuning in here today. I'm your host, of course, Marcus Hart. And today we have a very wonderful guest that I'm very humbled to uh, be with uh, here today, uh, someone who has some wonderful wisdom to provide to you today. He's an author, life and spiritual coach, motivational speaker, and advisor to people of all ages and background. Elihu uh, empowers people to be the best version of themselves, create stronger relationships, achieve career success, create healthier lifestyles by developing a spiritual connection. He shared his vision and guidance with some of the most famous and influential influential people in the world and most recently for everyone in his book the laughing billionaire how to become rich and happy so i hope all of you will be rich and happy after this wonderful uh, podcast episode uh, so how are you doing today elio wonderful thank you marcus for having me on your show that's very very nice of you to invite me thank you yeah it's, it's definitely a pleasure to have you uh so you know, before we, we, we get into, you know, um, more details here, I, I always like to ask uh, all of my guests uh, uh, a great question. And uh, it, it really is shaped uh, just about, you know, why you're doing what you're doing and um, how you came into, you know, the great wisdom that you have to offer everyone. You know, what, what is your transformation journey from where you started to uh, where you are now? And, and we do know transformation is an ongoing journey. Yes. I mean, uh, transformation is, um, is, is a very important thing. It has to do with our desire. And if we are allowing our desire to come to a full fruition, to come to a true fulfillment, because the desire that we were giving as I'm teaching it is not something that we chose. We come to it as 
I believe in the divine. The divine gave you a desire. That's a gift of the, the divine. But how are you going to go about it? That's your choice. If you're going to use that desire to fulfill it in the wrong way or you use the desire to fulfill it in the, whatever it is, the right way for you. Every person look at the right or wrong in their own, their own way. So uh, if we talk about my personal transformation, well, I made a lot of deals with God uh, uh, that uh, I never fulfilled when I was young. It's when I had many miracles happening to me. I was uh, born to a family of mystical and people who deal with the uh, removing curses and problem. And my grandfather, a very famous guy who, who used to remove any negativity and magic from people. So people used to go to see him. But it was kind of a fun thing. It wasn't something I would follow. I never thought I would follow that. Uh, but uh, I remember one of the deal I made with God, I was a soldier. And uh, I said to the divine, uh, we were about to go to Lebanon. Uh, I'm an Israeli, so we serve in the Israeli army. So I was nervous to say, I'm going to get out of it. And if I get out of it, I promise God that uh, I will be a little bit more spiritual because I was following spirituality until a certain age. And then it was more fun not to follow because the commitment itself is difficult. And I remember that I make a commitment to follow if a miracle would happen. And I didn't. And as I'm, as I'm, uh, um, you know, staying in the bunker with a gun and everything, a snake appeared to me, uh, a physical snake, not a vision snake, yes. a big snake. And, and he put me in the corner. I couldn't go right or left. or it, it was like a bunker, so you cannot get out. And I said, my God, is it, is it from God? Or is it like it just happened to be in the desert snake? So I want to believe it's just being in the desert because I don't want to believe because I know if I would believe I would have to commit to spirituality and say, wow, it's got to be a physical snake. It's a physical snake. And then it doesn't go away. Look at me. It's very close. And I, I said, wow, this is a big problem. The gun is out of reach. And I said, this is no good. So I look at the snake and say, listen, if you're a messenger from the divine, uh, I'm about to be spiritual, so give me some few weeks here. And the way I know you are a messenger, you're going to turn around and go back. And if you're not a messenger, then I have to find some rock and stone to chase you. We're going to fight. As I'm finishing that, the snake turned around and left. Wow. So I said, my, I said, my God, this is no good. I was, for most people, they would be happy. For me, I said, wow, I have to commit my life to spirituality now. That's too much. And I tried to avoid that path and I tried to do whatever I can just to get out of it. And I uh, tried to cheat, not cheat like a you know, romantic, like cheat the system of spirituality as much yes. as I can not to be there. It didn't work out for me. So if you ask me how I get there, it wasn't a free will. It was right. uh, the last test that I did with the divine. My, I almost, my whole home was burned. I put some candles and meditate. And I said, master of the world, you know, if you're there, something is really going on, you know, wake me up to be spiritual. If not, I'm just going to sleep and forget spirituality. And the candle fell and a fire began and somehow I was able to control it. Then I said, okay, okay, okay. Maybe I should follow something. And I started looking for teaching yes. and teachers. And religion didn't talk to me because I went to religious school. It was too much, too controlling and too, and I'm not saying it's bad. It was, for me, it was too judgmental. And yes. then when I found spirituality, I said, wow, this is about love. This is about finding the good within another human being. This is, doesn't matter what religion people are. We all, 7.2 billion people are the same. We just have to learn to work together, which is the hardest part. So that's yeah. 
make me find a lot of teachers, a lot of wonderful ideas out there. And that's, that's my journey. That's, that's how it becomes. So for that reason, I've experienced with, I, I can work with very religious people. I can work with people who are very far away from spirituality. I can work for people who are very rich or very poor. It doesn't really matter who you are because I look at it like, I look at myself when I start working with the person. And I would say, hey, that's me when I was young. And that's me when I get older. That, so it's easier to relate. And that's why people keep coming to me and working with me as a coach because it doesn't matter what you did in your life. You know, it's better what you're going to do with your life. I'm not looking at your past. As Oscar Wilde said, you know, every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. You know, it yeah. doesn't matter what you're doing now. You got a future. You got a great future. We got to find it together. That's what I do with people. So that's my spiritual journey in a short version of it. I like that. You know, I like that a yeah. lot. You know, and, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of incredible, you know, that like, you know, I can, I, I can relate with that, you know, um, you know, having being former military myself and, you know, and having, oh. that, having that same, <laughs> same choice. <laughs> so, so I, I know definitely what you're talking about. You're really speaking my language and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there, you know, uh, can resonate with that. Uh, so, you know, it, it's definitely got me smiling. Um, just have, having that, uh, having that personal relationship, you know, with with something higher than yourself, and you know, yeah. and 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 having time and time again evidence, pure pure concrete evidence, yeah. um, it does something different to you. Yeah. Um, and uh, and for that, you know, it you know, you you even did the work you you mentioned. You you went out and say, okay, well, I'm gonna go out and you know and and, and try try to you know work behind some other people, and you say, well. You know, that's not really what it's all about. It's really just, you know, uh, indulging in love. And, you know, um, you know, because it's really about the love. It's really about the personal relationship. And, you know, so once I get this personal relationship with, you know, something higher than myself, you know, uh, ultimately I need to get that, you know, um, exuberate that with the people I work with, you know, yeah. um, put that out, out there in the world. So uh, so tell us, tell us a little bit about, you know, just, you know, um, how you know um you know you you give you know um spiritual spiritual advice you know and you know especially when you know um when spirituality is different from religion because you know you you, you yeah. talked about that you know because because oftentimes um people people tend to to clamp the two together and um even even for myself i was and I was in, I was in, you know, uh, I was an ordained minister and, and, and I thought, you know, okay, well, oh. maybe I just need to work, work in the church. And I said, well, that's not really for me, you know? Uh, so, uh, so tell us, tell us a little, tell a little bit, a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, uh, religion, I mean, I, I respect religion very much. I mean, I believe people need to have some type of system, you know, whatever it's Christianity, Judaism, Islam, Hindu, it's good to have it, but you need to understand it because if you have only religion, you basically follow the what, you don't follow the why. And you, what you're doing is you're doing a lot of what, and then you become judgmental if other people don't do that what. And uh, when you get to the why, the why is, is a different reasoning. You are, you are dealing with the reasoning. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you praying? Are you praying to get what you want? Or are you praying to get rid of the desire to get what you want? You know, what, what is that you are doing is, is not, as important as why you're doing it. You know, I was, when I began my spiritual journey, I started praying for, for soulmate. 
you know? So my relationship with God was, how can I use God? It wasn't about me loving God. It was about me. Hey, I heard this guy in heaven supply money, relationship, good life. Or Why not? I'm in. I'm in. Take me. I'm in. So, but that's not, that's not the relationship. This is just, I'm using it. I'm using whatever it's available. So spirituality is developing that bone or that muscle within us that start feeling the pain of another human being. So when I have somebody come to see me, it doesn't matter what they did wrong, how bad they are, you know. First, I want to feel their pain. I want to see what is the pain they're suffering from. I want to, I want to relate to them. And I'm sure that the divine will fulfill them with so much goodness to remove that pain. So I'm not even in between the divine and them. I'm just awakening them up to understand that there is a higher force who love them. And it's almost like when people tell me, what does it take to meet so many people that you meet? I say it's like meeting candles. You know, every person is candle. King David said that every human being is a candle of God. So sometimes the week of that candle gets wet. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, pay tribute to the people who fought for our freedom to celebrate. Featuring the largest American flag in the region, Spirit Park is now open at National Harbor, honoring active duty military and veterans. Take some time this holiday to remember, offer gratitude, and be inspired by the sacrifices of our service men and women who make our way of life possible. Plan your visit at nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. That's nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. It's my job to dry it out, make sure to put the flame back, and then it's in. They don't need me anymore after that. If they need me for the rest of their life, that means I didn't do a good job. Yeah. Because if people get depending on me, and I see many guru and many public speaker and wonderful people that get create some kind of codependency. And mm-hmm. I don't believe it's good because it's like idols. And I believe right. that people have to find first within them something powerful, and then reach out to the divine, find something even more powerful. So that's what I teach. That's what I guide people. When I meet speaker, I always tell them, do you want to speak? You know, do you want me to help you with become a better teacher or better speaker? I do that too. I train people, whatever it is for TED talk or for public speaking or to write a content for them, what they need to speak, what they need to say, how to say it. So I do a lot of that thing as I develop it from a very young age. I started as a, uh, I become in America, not in Israel, in America, I become very famous psychic in 92 already because a lot of famous people start to come to see me. It's not that I was famous. It happened to be that the famous people say that I'm good. So that's what made me famous. So I w- that wasn't the idea. I was shy actually at that time. I was nervous. Why am I become famous in that? But all what I used to do is look at people's face, look at people's hand, look at their aura, and read everything about them, what happened last lifetime, what's going to happen next lifetime, what's going to happen with them. So that really helped thousands of people. From that moment, I become famous. And then I start teaching. When I start teaching, I didn't think that's going to go anywhere. And then it went somewhere. 
And then I want to make the student a teacher. That was my, my dream. And I make many people start teaching the method of spirituality. So that's really excited me the most. Like, how can I take a person and work with them until they can go on their own and teach and open their own place? That's really giving me a tremendous amount of pleasure. Because I believe if you light one candle, take one candle, which is you, and light other candle, your candle will never be missing anything. But the other candle will gain so much. That's beautiful. We are all candles. So all what you got to do is to light another candle, which is another human being, and allow them to light others. And that's how we bring light to the world. If we're going to go against each other, for the right reason, because justice is a very important thing. But justice brings judgment. Mercy brings love. You know, yeah. and, and, and as, the, as the book of the Mishnah, the Talmud write, there is four angels that created the world uh, together with God. One of them is the angel of mercy. One of them is the angel of justice. One of them is the angel of uh, truth. And one of them, did I say all of them? I'm trying to think. Justice, uh, mercy, uh, peace, and uh, truth. So when you're looking for peace, you also have to look for war. When you're looking for justice, you have to look what, what is wrong. When you're looking for the truth, there is a lie. But when you look for mercy, it's a winner. So the only angel that's still guiding us since the time of creation, according to the wisdom of that ancient wisdom, is the angel of mercy. So if a person is not chasing mercy and is chasing, let's say, justice, they're going to hate something. They would have to hate because you're going to hate the injustice. But within the injustice, there is mercy. Within the lion eating the zebra is a meat that go to the lion who's starving. You know, you got to look at the mercy side and everything, and then you're going to forgive. But if you only look for justice, you're going to hate. You're going to come to hate. When I used to work with people in a rehab or in prison, most of those people are not wrong. That The justice is with them. Whatever they did was in a moment of anger. They were not bad people. I talked to them. They were just angry for half an hour. That's it. <laughs> that half an hour yeah. cost them their life. But if they let go of that half an hour anger, they're good. But ask them why you've been angry. And then we all agree that they were right. So because they were chasing the angel of justice, they did what they did. Can you imagine? In the name of justice, we do the most disturbing thing. Yes. Husband, wife, wife, husband, children, this, that. All those things in the name of justice. But in the name of mercy, no wrong can happen. So if yeah. people can think about it, especially in our time, we have to look for mercy. Mercy is the name of the game of God. Yeah. How can I take my neighbor or let's say insult me? You know, and I'm, I cannot believe that he doesn't even ask for apologize to me. But if I believe in the creator, the creator send that neighbor to live next to me. So he will do the wrong thing. So I can overcome my ego. Thank God for my neighbor. He's my trainer. He become my new trainer for my ego. Thank God. I mean, this is a, a private trainer for free. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it makes you a better person, you know? Exactly. Yeah, it's like, I love it. When that. I tell you it bothers me, yeah, it bothers me. You know, it bothers me because I have hot blood. You know, I'm, I'm Sephardic Jew, which means my parents are from North Africa. And, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit spicy when it comes to that, but I understand it's a lesson too, you know? Yes. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, I, I love that, you know, uh, that the opportunity for mercy, mercy, chasing after mercy, I can see how yeah. it, it it creates that big opportunity for that that other word forgiveness, yeah. 
forgiveness, uh, which is so much for, um, missing right now. Yes. Nobody please, wants please to forgive. forgive. Um, Nobody. You know, um, everybody wants everybody punished. But when you do that, yes. you know, yes. that holds up that big mirror. And that mirror is oftentimes looking right back at you. You know, and yeah. um, and so you know, and that tends to demoralize you know demoralize you further, um, it demoralize yourself, and yeah. um, it puts a lot more guilt on everybody. Yes, um, yes. And I don't think yes. we need more guilt on this world well, when we no. are already sinners. No, you know? we don't need we don't need it. Yeah, so it, it it's it's very it's very sad, um, and it it can make you sad. Uh, but, you know, luckily, you know, for you, you know, um, people like yourself um, who are, you know, telling us that there's there's another way, there's another option. Um, yeah. and, and it starts with choice. Um, so I, I like that. I like that absolutely one bit. Um, now, you know, in terms of like, you know, having to, you know, do the work on ourselves you know, and definitely when we do, when we start that, you mentioned some some real key key points here. You know, what what are some different aspects uh, that we can do to to start getting to that next level? Besides, you know, um, besides mercy, you know, yeah. uh, and and I, 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 love, I love I love what you what you're saying so far. You know, you you really really you know really are helping a lot of people out. And you know, man, you you really gave me something. You know, um, that you know I, I you know I I always thought about forgiveness and love, but mercy is the word. You know, that's that's that word behind it. Yeah. yeah, but we need to know. I mean, people don't know that. If you look, I mean, people who follow the Bible, it's in Genesis, and God say, "Let's create human." Who did he talk to? So he talked to those four angels. So people don't know there was four angels. And uh, that, that the one angel that can, uh, uh, every time you act with mercy, the other three angels will help you. The angel of truth, the angel of justice will be on your side. But sometimes when you are right, just because you're right, you don't have the right to say to the other person that you're right. Just because you're right, you don't have the right to say to the other person you're right. And that's something people need to understand. So in my book, I write about uh, how to be happy. And I believe if you're normal, your goal in this life is to be happy. There's no other goal in this present life is how can I be happy? Now, people have to start writing to themselves what makes them happy. You have to have a list. Put it on the refrigerator. It's more important than everything you ever did in your life. What makes you happy? Then divide that happiness into happiness that come as a uh, just kind of immediate happiness, as happiness as it come from inside. Meaning, let's say if I like to eat good food and good dessert. It's my thing. So if my daughter, God bless her, make me some cake that's called Alaska something, I forgot the name. It's kind of a cake with ice cream. I don't know if you ever yeah, seen it in your life. Yeah, I've had that before. Oh, you know what it is? Wow. I know what it is. Most people have no idea what I'm saying. Alaska, yeah. that's my thing. Yeah. So when she make it, it's a big problem. I look at the refrigerator. I, the cake look back at me. We got <laughs> relationship going. So, <laughs> so, so something, it is happiness. Of course it is happiness, but it's, it's momentarily. It's not going to last after the cake. It's actually going to create more chaos. It's the same with drugs, it's the same with cakes, the same with sex. 
or the wrong sex. But if you build an happiness from inside, that's like a goal. That's like the goal of life. If you find a true happiness from within, that's to find your inner power. So what I teach people to say, let's, let's see how much you love you, how much you are happy with you. If you will make a movie on yourself right now, right? Movie about your life. Would you be the first one in line to go see that movie? If not, <laughs> then let's, let's correct that, that, that script. Something is wrong with that, with that story. Because if you don't like your own movie and you think it's a low budget movie, then let's fix it. Let's invest in your, your movie first before you build a family and a kid. You, you know, it's all start from, from the head, from your mind. So you fixing the thought, then you fixing the words, then you fixing the behavior. And then everything, you become happier because you achieve more. After all, what is life without earning? What is life without achieving? Most people want to get something. But the truth of the matter is, when you earn something, you become happy. When you get something, you become miserable. You get it, you're happy in that moment, and then you're not. You know, right. you, look, you look sometimes, and women, and men, when they get their gift, they're happy for half an hour. But mm -hmm. later on, they're miserable. You look in the face, what happened? <laughs> well, it could, be, it could be bigger gift, you know. If you have a bigger ring or bigger thing. Or... Why? Because, not because we're greedy. Because when you're not earning something, you're not happy. If you build a puzzle or somebody build the puzzle for you, it's all different frequency. When you build the puzzle yourself, you feel you're, you, you are something. But somebody else build the puzzle for you, there's nothing to add, you know? It's no, like, it's not. It's like, thank you, but you know, there's still something missing. Exactly. That's the happiness. So the core of happiness is building something, doing something. Yeah. Instead of being so reactive, to what's going on on the news, on the street. Be proactive or be, or be creative. Change reactive into creative. Create something. Go create something. Don't be react to what people say. React to what people do. React to how to be it. That's reaction. Because when you're in a reaction, you're no longer in control. That's when you lost the reins over your horses. Your horses is your body, is your spirit, is your anger. That's it. You're gone. You're gone. No more control. Yeah, the horses are still going, but you have no idea where you're going to end up. So when you are changing that reactive and you go clear and you're going into level of truly, truly creative, you say, what can I create to make this life of mine better? Then you're happy. Then you become happy. Even if you don't get the whole result, you're happy. You know, you look at people right now staying at home and everybody starts cooking. It's unbelievable. You know, I was <laughs> cooking since the days of the army. So I'm cooking all my life because part of the deal I had with the army to get out of Lebanon is to become a cook because I thought I'm going to get out of Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky Lucky? In line at the deli I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office more than once actually Do I have to say? Yes you do In the car before my kids PTA meeting Really? Yes Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. Being a fighter, and they take me out of Lebanon, and I'm free, and I can do whatever I want. What they did, they tricked me. They said, yeah, yeah, you're not going to be a fighter, but here you're going to Lebanon. I said, but I'm supposed to be out of the war. I said, no, no, you're going to the war, but you're not going to fight, because we need somebody like you who know the war, but also going to cook. That's how I become a cook, actually. So in those days, anybody started to become chef and cook and recipe, and, and it's unbelievable. They're earning the food. They're not yeah. going to the restaurant. They have dinner. But... It's a different feeling. The truth come out in the family. Kids start to speak up to the mom. Mom speaking up to the father. Father speak to the kids. Everything is coming out. If you're spiritual, it's the best time. If you're not spiritual, it's a nightmare. You want to run away from those people because they look at you and say to you, hey, I think what you're doing is wrong. Oh, nobody want to hear that, right? <laughs> no, you know? not at all. Yeah, criticism is tough, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is also true. Uh, there's something about creation uh, being, you know, that, you know, it, it really, really uh, uh, takes us uh, back uh, to, to, to the core uh, of uh, what was given to us uh, when we were created. When we were created, it, you know, it helped oh, yeah. us to, uh, you know, uh, replicate, you know, just that, that whole creation process, you know, that was, you know, uh, created with, within us. And you know when we when we're able to uh, act that out in real time and, and 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 get a lot of those emotions out and express those emotions, I, I can see how that's really good for the for the soul and for the spirit. You know, uh, you know, would would you say uh, that you know the, this this is uh, definitely uh, a better way to you know um, uh, to 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 start you know. Uh, working towards like, you know, for, for many people, you know, who are still stuck with like, you know, okay, I still don't know what to do as far as my purpose. Well, if you start, you know, start creating different things, you know, maybe, you know, you, you start hearing, you know, divine's uh, voice a little bit louder, you know, as far as, mm. you know, what things you can do, you know, as far as your purpose, if you start creating, mm. just start creating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're describing something very important and uh, there's two evil thing that stop people from becoming themselves. One of them is laziness and the other one is fear. Okay? Oh, yeah, so people true. who, yeah, and people who are searching for the truth, uh, you have to define them into the one who want to find the truth or the one who want to search. You have two groups. The one who want to search never want to find anything. They just want to search. What are you doing? Oh, I'm searching for spirituality. <laughs> How long are you doing it for? Eh, under the 10 years. Did you find something? Oh, about 2,000 things. So they're never going to find anything because they don't look into find yeah. the truth. They look into be searcher. It's like somebody want to taste the food, but never want to sit and eat. So that's, that's, that's laziness syndrome. And fear is people who are afraid of change. And mm -hmm. if I always tell people, do not be afraid of change, be afraid of not changing. You know, that's a real fear you should have that life going to go by and you're never going to make a chance to make, because do you have a certain amount of life you're going to leave you. That's a day. Common life in the United States of America is between 86 to 90. So try to imagine that you live till, let's say, 86 or 90. So you have a certain amount of years to do something with your life, you know? 
let's say till 26, you have no idea who you are. By 26, that's the change begin, 26, 28. Now, you know what's left for you. You know what's going to happen when you hit 70. So time to work. Don't you want to know who you are? It's more important than how much money you have in the bank. So when people ask me how to be rich, I say, if that's the muscle you want to develop, we can work on that. But if you develop only the muscle of money, you will be only rich, but you will be miserable. You need to develop a few muscles in your body. Happiness, money, good relationship, happy with yourself. There is many areas of life that has to be developed. So people who are looking for the voice of God and the divine and all this and that need to understand God can be found in three levels. In the action, in the talk, and in the thought. The action, everybody needs to learn to work with their hand. Whatever it's cooking or growing some tomato in the garden or doing something with their hand or cleaning, you got to do something with your hand to discover the creator. If you don't know how to use your hand, you got to practice that. That's a very important. Not just for art and craft. I'm talking doing something useful that will be good for you and others with your hand. You have to use your hand. Second thing, use your lips. Now when we have Zoom and Facebook and make a five minutes talk a month on YouTube or something like that and talk. Just say something that can be useful for others. The third is meditation, the mind. You sit with yourself, meditate, think about where is the mind controlling you or you control the mind. Is the mind taking you to wherever the mind want to go or you tell the mind, hey, no negativity right now. Talk to me later, tomorrow. Maybe I talk to you about that negativity. Bring your mind back. Don't let the mind go after your negativity. Bring it back. You are in control of your mind. So when you have those three levels, you're going to find the creator. And if you don't know if that's the creator you found, then it doesn't matter what you call it. You can call it creator. You can call it divine. You can call it candy. You can call it whatever you want to call it. It doesn't matter what you call it. Get some higher call, higher voice that helping you to know that we're all connected. There's no difference. 7.2 billion people are all fully connected. Fully connected. We just sometimes ignore that connection because it's easier. Because we're either afraid or we're lazy. Remember, there's two, two problems. Either we're afraid from someone or either they're afraid of us or we're both afraid of each other or we're lazy. We don't want to make the first move, you know, which is sad because people ask to learn to be together. Now it's tough because of the COVID, you know, so we learn our lesson, how far we've been to begin with because we've been yeah. far from each other to begin with. We're just being realized that we have now uh, uh, a reason why we should be far from each other. We have the right excuse why we can be far from each other. But before that, how many people can admit that we're close to each other? Wow. Yeah, I have 4,000 friends on Facebook. How many of them you really know and meet and have coffee with? Eh, two, you know? So <laughs> the point is, yeah. the point is we, we, we've been in that bubble before the COVID. The COVID is just a wake-up call, a slap in the face, say, hey, wake up, people. You're too far. You're too far from each other. You're not connecting. Right. You don't have enough hospitality with one another. You, you're not into, you're not feeling the pain. And that's called fear and laziness that we have. Some people call it ego. You can call it ego as well. But fear and, and laziness, it's how the ego manifests. You know, so you look at your life, whatever you're afraid of, let's say you see somebody in the supermarket before the COVID, do you say hello to without being afraid or without they're afraid of you? So, you know, some people have a look at their face, they come up more strong or more aggressive, okay? So if I say hello to somebody, they will feel a little bit uncomfortable. If my wife will say hello, they will feel more comfortable. Different people, 
you know? Yeah. And it's okay, it's come, it's come from a karma that you carry from another lifetime, a different reincarnation. It has to do with what your parents were thinking when they're making you. It's also, as you mentioned here mm. in the beginning, so when your parents have intercourse, whatever your father was thinking, whatever your mother was thinking, thinking, not doing, that sperm and that egg were created. And mm. that connection is what you will feel. So their fear and their grandparents' fear, you carry it with you. But also their gift, also you carry with you. So every gift I have, I owe it to my mom, definitely, to my father, to my grandfather, who I, who I knew it was so holy and so powerful. So all of that came from them, but also their issues I carry within me. Okay, whatever it is, anger or judgment or, or laziness or fear, I have to carry it too. And I have to make sure that I'm sifting it. Sifting it, meaning I'm removing the bad from the good. And yeah. that's my job. And then my children will continue the same, to sifting the good from the bad. And sifting is, is a tough job. You know, we all diamond that fell to the mud. And when a diamond fell to the mud, it's still a diamond. You just have to clean it a little bit, shape it a little bit, and then it's a diamond again. That's who we are. We are beautiful diamond, but we're sometimes dirty. And that's dirt. It's not who we are. It's just the cover. You have to right. remove that shell. Remove that cover and say, wow, I'm still a diamond. So sometimes people say, I'm a liar. I'm crazy. No, you are a diamond and you happen to lie. You're a diamond <laughs> and you happen to judge. But you're not a liar. Nobody's a liar. Every person is perfectly okay. It just, with life, we sometimes, unfortunately, get dirty. And, and we have to... And recognize that the dirt is not us, and then you let it go. Because if you think the dirt is you, you're never going to let it go. If you think that you're jealous, and you are jealous, then you can never remove it. But if you think you're a great person that happened to be jealous, you can you can deal with it. I hope you're clear on what I'm saying. It's very important. Def definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean that 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 makes total sense. And you know, it, you know it. I, I love I love the analogy of the diamond. You know, uh, we we all are uh, a diamond and, and pieces of gold too. You know, you know, the gold has to be refined. Uh, you know, but the diamond analogy is great. Uh, people people tend to don't think they are because you know they feel they got so much dirt on them, uh, and they they don't want to remove the dirt. They rather just stay covered yeah. up. And um, yeah, but you know, but hey, it just takes takes a couple of rubs here and there, you know, and you, you can create, you know, um, as, as you mentioned in the book, you know, uh, building a vision, you know, uh, in chapter five, you know, um, who shapes your world, you know, um, and I would like to know that, you know, uh, what, who, who shapes your world, you know, um, uh, people tend to, people tend to uh, leave that to other people you know, to shape the world for them. And, and as you mentioned, they, they tend to allow uh, the imprint that was given to them at birth uh, to, to just stay on autopilot the rest of their yeah. lives. And that's, yeah. that's a terrible yeah. waste. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, like going to go into that particular chapter of your book, who, 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 you know, are, you know, me. you know, are we, are we at the ultimate, you know, the ultimate, you know, do we still, you know, like, you know, and just think, uh, reflecting back on what you were saying, you know, um, uh, you know, we, 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 you know, it seems like we do have to put a lot of work in, you know, um, but the creator is there to, to help us, you know, uh, to shape that, you know, are we just, are we truly destined, um, 
as we as we start this transformation journey and or or is it that okay you know i can i can do all the shaping i want you know it, it it's not going to matter you know like you know what how does that work you know, saying from, from, if there, if if there is a free will or everything is predetermined that's basically what you're asking yeah you know a lot a lot of people you yeah, know a lot, of, a lot of people tend to argue about this and you know and yes. it, it seems silly sometimes <laughs> it, it's a serious question i mean but in our days it's easier to explain it than 30 years ago i mean right now when you're going to movie theater you have about 10 movies that you can watch i mean in the old days uh and when you have 10 movies uh you cannot change the script of that movie you're watching once you sit and watch that movie you know that the beginning the middle and the end has already been written can do nothing about it so you don't have free will on changing your movie but you have a free will to change to another movie I meaning you can move to another movie theater and watch a whole different movie see if you don't like your movie uh a lot of time people try to fix their marriage and sometimes that marriage never to be fixed never to be fixed sometimes it's time to move on to another relationship and people have a very difficult time with that because they get attached to a movie that is not working abuse and problem and money loss and all kind of problem what they don't know that the movie theater offer other nine movies besides this one <laughs> all what they got to do get out and look in another movie i'm not say cheat but i say Open, be open to understand that maybe you choose terrible choice, and right. I find people who doomed into their relationship for many years, twenty years, they get stuck in the wrong relationship, bad, bad relationship. Yeah. And when I ask them, when I ask them, I was, I was, I was everything. So well, I survived twenty years. Survive. <laughs> you know, the purpose <laughs> is to be alive. I mean, it was a surviving show. Maybe I should send one TV. That surviving show is survive the marriage. Wow. I mean, that's <laughs> God is not into suffering. God yeah. is into joy and pleasure and love. So if you don't love the person you're with, it's time to move on. It's okay. <clears throat> it's okay. It's not. It's not a sin, not to admit you're not happy in a relationship. It's not right. a sin to admit you're not happy at work. It's not a sin to admit you're not happy with your body. It's not a sin to admit you're not happy with the spiritual goal. It's not the problem. Now about who shaped me. Many people shaped me. From a young age, uh, I can say my mother, <clears throat> who teach me about sharing and giving and donation, even to the wrong people. That was the first shocking thing to learn from my mom, that whoever reach out to ask for food or money, even if you for sure know they are a thief, you give. So it was difficult for me to accept it, because my father shaped me differently. My father said, if you give money, you have less. My mother said, if you give money, you have more. So I grew up with two parents who have different opinions, which was perfect for me. So they shaped my life. My grandfather was a holy man, blessing people, doing things. My teacher, uh, master teacher of uh, mystical and Kabbalah, uh, he shaped me until things went a little bit off there in his organization. Uh, it started very well, and then it went really south. Not because of him. I mean, part of it was because of him, but it started very humble. It was a very small organization, and we turned it into a huge thing. Uh, then other teacher that I met, and then everybody. Everybody shaped me, whoever I meet. Uh, you are shaping me right now. You know, whoever I meet, shaping me. Uh, as King David always said in the book of Psalm, you know, Mikol Melandai Skalti, I will translate it into English. I, I study from all the people I met. 
So it doesn't mm-hmm. matter who you are. I'm going to listen to you because you have something to teach me. God will not make me beat a person without the team. Just you have to be open. You have to be open to learn from everybody. You know? So when people come to see me, they give me a lot of respect as the teacher or master of Kabbalah or guru or whatever they call me. But actually I'm learning from them. But they don't, sometimes they give me too much respect. They don't believe me. I said that without you, I would not know that. And I really said as a fact, not as a compliment. I'm yeah. Israeli. I'm not come easy with a compliment. For me, fact is very important. So I said, this is a fact. Because of you, I know what I know. And they think I'm trying to be humble. I'm not trying to be humble. It's true. Without them, I wouldn't know what I know. And uh, example, I do healing on people's body for many years. So it was started with a person who came to see me, uh, a mother of a kid. Uh, the, the kid was very sick. And I start working on him with different technology of mystical technology. And it worked. And then other people start seeing me. And then I said, wow, this has become serious business going on. <laughs> healing people. I'm here only to teach. I'm not here to touch people's body. But then more people are coming. And more, then you become famous. So what's going on? This wasn't my intention. God, I, I want to talk. I want to be on the radio. That, that's it. I'm not here to work with people's body now. And, but that's what I do. So people come to see me. I massage their feet. I do healing with my hand. And it works. Would I tell you how it works? I don't know. It just works. It just, they come. And I tell them, listen, eat this, do that. Let me put the pressure point on that. And then God sent me all the greatest teachers of Chinese medicine that I meet. And God sent me the people, medical doctor, to be my client. And together we create something. Would I tell you that I planned it? No. It just happened. Yeah. I don't know how it happened. And God is talking to my body to help people. And it worked. But if I tell you which neighborhood I came from, Israel, one of the toughest neighborhoods. So sometimes when I look back, I said, I came from the, from the street. I came from, <laughs> when, when I take my kids who are American to that neighborhood, I said, I would like to show you the way I grew up. It's not the way you guys grew up. So... So my kids get a little scared, you know, they said we are in the hood of our father. And I said, it's not the hood, it's, 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 it's a city for me, but for <laughs> them, it looked like scary. <laughs> and and it, it's much better than the way I grew up, you know, it was right. a very tough time. Because I grew up in a poor neighborhood, very poor, it's an inner city kid. And I, I would not replace it, because it teaches me a lot about life, how to survive, uh, how, how not to get into a fight. I'm not to get into drugs. I'm not to get into problems that can kill you, literally kill you, physically kill you. So everything I went through shaped me. You know, everything I went through. So when I meet those friends from childhood, sometimes when I go to Israel and I meet with them, and everybody looks at me and said, and they say, wow, you're very lucky to become what you become. Some of them went to prison. Some of them lost a dear person for drugs or for guns shot. And when you look at each other's face, and we say, it's worth it to be good in this world. It's worth it. That's, if this message can come across to other people, I know that some of you are angry, you don't have money, and angry with this. There is answer for all of it. You just have to be patient. It, it's coming. You just have to, the frequency has to change. And yesterday I talked to a lady who's suffering so bad. She has a son, run out of money, and she lives in that neighborhood. And yeah. I tried to, and she screamed at me, why are you talking about it? And I, and, and my wife was worried because the scheme was so loud. So, okay, let's relax. I know whatever I'm going to tell you doesn't make sense. And it's my volunteering job that I do with people with no money. I give them coaching sessions. And I said, I know you wouldn't believe me, but I said, let's start by you loving yourself and let's start by you 
not punishing yourself or judging yourself. Let's start there. Can you give me that for 30 days? I give you success after 30 days. Can we shake hands? And she had a difficult time with that. So why would I love myself? There's nothing good about me. And I'm telling you, people suffering out there. There's people who have yeah. no money, no life, single mom. And it's so difficult to help them, not because of money. The self-realization for them to find one good thing about themselves right. is the most difficult thing I've found. It's the most difficult thing for me to help people. And when I'm looking at it, of course I cry. Of course I'm sitting emotional. I said, God, give me more ideas, please. I'm begging God to give me an idea so I can guide them better. And it's have to do with them, not with me, because they have to desire the idea. The right. idea coming through me, but it doesn't come in to me. It's through me, to them. So the idea comes through me to give it to them. It's not my idea. It's a good idea to them. So when it's been delivered, I'm feeling I'm learning a lot from that. And I'm learning a lot what God told them to do. And then when I tell them and it works, I say, wow, this is unbelievable. I think so. So when you're into sharing, you, you're going to be touched by the creator. You're going to, if you really care, if you really want to share, you're going to find the truth. But if you want to receive all day long, me, 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 and myself, you're not going to find the truth. You're going to find something fake. Yeah. I like that a lot. You know, um, yeah. all of that really sums up to, you know, um, my last question before I let you go. And, um, you know, that, you know, a lot of people want to know uh, as well. You know, what, what does a real billionaire look like? Billionaire? <laughs> it looks like a two arm, two leg usually in one head. You know, regular like us, <laughs> going to the toilet like us, taking a shower like us, eating like us, chewing like us, swallowing like us. The mindset of a billionaire is they are uh, focused on one thing at a time. It's not focused on multitask, as many people call it. They focus on one thing at a time. And if I ask all billionaires one question, they will answer the same. And when I ask them, what's your secret? They will say, assume nothing. And when we ask them, what do you mean assume nothing? Assume nothing will be done without you making it yourself. All of them answer the same. Is that weird? All of them. Now, sometimes billionaires are not happy. And that's why I come to the picture. So when they hire me, they tell me, Ali, oh, I have it all. I have it all. But I'm miserable. Why am I miserable? And then I help them to develop a second muscle, which is called a happiness muscle. Mm -hmm. Or when I meet people with no money, then I help them to de recreating the world of money. And I believe in the law of attraction. You know, if you're miserable, you're not going to attract great news to your life. Right. Because if you're miserable, I have a guy now that's in a terrible relationship, terrible, terrible relationship. But he can't let it go because he's too worried about money, how much you need to pay her and the kids and all this and that. But it's a terrible relationship to begin with. He's already two years in a terrible relationship. <laughs> so for him to jump out of that relationship is the most difficult thing. Yeah. Now, is he, is he successful? Yes. Is he have money? Yes. But he can't figure out that part because he never developed that muscle. He only mm -hmm. developed the muscle of making money. If you develop only making money, you're miserable because you're going to have money and you're going to have fake friends around you. But if you develop the muscles of happiness, wow, it doesn't matter if you have or not, you're going to be great. <laughs> I love that. So that's what the billionaire mind is look like. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Elia. Uh, thank you. You know, uh, do, do share with us, you know, um, where we can find, you know, more information about your yeah, services uh, course, and, you know, about Vital Transformation and, and much, much more, you know. Yeah. I mean, vitaltransformation.org 
is a non-profit organization, of course, and that's why it's for free. All the lectures are for free. I recommend you do the beginner uh, lecture there. Don't go to the advanced, please. It's all free. Uh, and do the lecture about how to find the inner power and happiness. And in every lecture, there is like a workshop in the end, like uh, a task that I'm giving you. So it's a yeah. 20, 20 minutes lecture and then a task in the end. So easy. It's about 35 lectures there. You should do them and you will see improvement in your life right away. Those of you who want my service, of course, can call uh, or connect to vitaltransformation.org and call me and you can work one-on-one -on -one with me as a coach and I will guide you to uh, whatever money or happiness or both, whatever you want. Nice. Uh, thank you so much for, for all the things you. you do. Uh, you, you, you're wonderful. Um, do hold the line, John, just briefly here. You know, I close out here. Uh, so, so ladies and gentlemen, I just want you guys to take the time right now to share this wonderful episode recording. Uh, get, get all of the information that uh, that was provided here. You know, we have the links uh, in the episode description as well. If you want to, uh, definitely, uh, I encourage you right now. This is your call to action right now to take advantage of uh, all that was presented here and much, much more awesome uh, information and, 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 and great valuable um, bullet points here that was hit and uh, some great gems to take home and, and, and apply instantly right now to your life and to your uh, and very much so get started on your transformation journey uh, if you haven't already. Uh, more so, uh, share with a family member, share with a friend, and for whatever reason, if you're still out there think you got an enemy, uh, that's very woo-woo. <laughs> I don't know why you think you got an enemy, but here, here's something to share with them, and you can start making peace and love right now and, and have, have that, that angel of mercy uh, with you. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, so definitely. Uh, so uh, I'm your host, Marcus. Until next time, many blessings, peace, and lots of love. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.